to step into her glorious and God is empowering a people to spearhead that agenda. Be blessed as the mandate bearer passed on to Pentecost stirs your heart. People come to ask you, what is your secret? It is when everything is shaking, that which cannot be shaking will remain. I want to see the kingdom. There is a movement called the kingdom movement. Today we'll be interacting we will be looking at the ministering spirit, the ministry of angels, and how to engage the ministry of angels. I really want you to ask your question if there's anything that is confusing. Because you won't be able to enjoy dimensions of the blessings of the covenant. If you don't know how to receive and engage the ministry of angels. A lot of people think that God is their errand boy. That they command God to do things for him or for themselves. But God is not that way. In every wealthy house, every wealthy man has servants. And these servants... One of their function is to serve the members of that family. One of the function of those servants also is to beat the command of that wealthy man, of that royalty. There is nothing like a royal family without servants. There is not like a noble home without those who serve them. And God is not different. We are born into a noble home. We are born into royalty. And God has angels, ministering spirits. He has commissioned to serve us. <laughs> the more you grow in influence, the more you realize that there are many things you can't do for yourself again. Even if you like doing them, you won't be able to do it for yourself again. Because you have so many other important things to do that you will need other hands to help you do the lesser things. Once you begin to grow in authority, there are many other things. You may not, even if you enjoy doing them, I don't have the time to wash my clothes. I can't wash my clothes again. I can't. I don't wash my clothes. I won't wash my clothes. If I don't have hands to wash it, I send it to the laundry. I don't have that time to sit down and be washing clothes. But there was a time I do it. It's because there is no longer time to wash clothes. There is no longer time. So just sit down, burn two hours washing clothes. Born one hour, 30 minutes washing clothes. No, there are hands that can do that for me. Because there are other things I can do for myself. And that's the way it is. You can only fight, ah, I love washing clothes, I love doing this, I love doing that. Because you still have enough time to yourself. 
The more you grow in influence, the more you grow in success, the more you have more things in your hand to do. There are just some other things you won't be able to do again. I'm trying to lay a foundation so you can understand that it's natural to have servants in a royal home. There is not like a royal home. Imagine going to your community and you go to the compound of your AZ and there are no servants there. There are no people doing one thing or the other. The AZ comes out to wash his car. I can't wash my car again. Never. There are car wash people that can wash it. There are others that can come and help me wash it. Why should I be wasting time washing car? I can use that time to pray. I can use that time to study the world. I can use that time to do something else. You may argue, you know, <laughs> when I was still pastoring in Absalom, every time my younger brother would tell me, why are you still driving? Why are you still driving? I said, I have to drive. He said, no, that it's somebody's work. But because I felt I didn't really have enough resources to pay someone or ask someone to help me drive me out of the city, I was doing it. But immediately people started helping me to drive me. I realized the benefit of someone driving you. Imagine you're going to minister in Calabar and you have an evening session that day. And you drive your car from Enugu to Calabar six hours. Then you arrive and go up to the pulpit and start ministry. You will not be effective. Imagine another person is driving you and you are meditating on the world, speaking in tongues for those six hours. When you come there, because driving is work, energy leaves you. You come that, you arrive that place, you climb up, you are fresh, you can engage. So many of us have not understood that one of the privilege of being born again is that it comes with angels. Bible said, even the natural child has an angel that stands before God for him. Once every child is born, they are angels. Now, many of them lose those angels when they begin to grow up and begin to misbehave. Because every child that is born into this earth, if he dies, he goes to heaven. There is a season of innocence. All those children belong to God. A child dies two years, going to heaven. A child dies three years, is going to heaven. So God assigns angel to all his children. Now when that child begins to grow up, to begin to have an understanding, and now begin to do evil, the angels withdraw. Now when he gets born again, once you get born again, some angels are assigned to you. We are from a royal family. We are royalty. You need to understand it. The day you understand it, the way you have your work in the Christian faith will change. Your conversation, your attitude, your perspective will just change. Just the same way, once you start growing in influence, there are things I can't do in Enugu. I can't say, does anybody know me here? There are a lot of people that know me. I don't even know they know me. We went to Roots on Sunday after service. As we just went there, one of the ladies jumped the way they jumped at me and said, is anybody serving you? This one, this one. I realize she knows me. I don't know her. 
So I don't look around and say, does anybody know me here before I know what to do? Because there are people that know me that I don't even know they know me. And there's certain way I will behave. They will be shocked. That's what goes with royalty. That's what goes with influence. That's what goes with success. That's what goes with being born to maintain a name. But one of the reasons why we are going to do this teaching this evening is because I told you five major things that needs to be done in the month of November is for you to engage angels. If you are going to maximize the testimonies. And <laughs> you know somebody is feeling bad now. And sometimes I really wonder why people feel bad when you say realities. You know. They don't need to feel bad. Like why will they say cannot wash? Uh -uh. Just give yourself another three years. You see you cannot wash. It's like me expecting my wife to be cooking for me every day. I'm a foolish guy. She doesn't have that kind of time. And as we are growing in influence, she will never have that kind of time. Ah, she'll come and cook morning, cook afternoon, cook evening. For where? Cook every day. He can't, he can't work. Unless I want her to be housewife. Days are going to come, she'll go for a program and travel two weeks stretch. So, because of food, I'll now say, who will be cooking for me? Sometimes, allow your wife to even go for holidays to her parents' house and spend some time and come back. Won't you eat that period? So, understand these things. It's just, when somebody is in one level, he doesn't understand another life of another level. So, my wife must be cooking every day. Then she will not do any other thing in life. I don't expect her to cook for me every day. That's why there are house assistants in the house that can support. <laughs> so Exodus chapter 23, verse 20. So we want to understand the dynamics of angels. Because it's one revelation that you need to understand. You need to understand how angels function. You need to know how they operate. And you need to really know your right to having angels serve you. Exodus 23 verse 20. Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. So one of the assignments of angels is to protect you, walk with you in the path of destiny, and bring you into the place where God has prepared for you. And so if you don't have angels working for you, the journey of destiny is going to be very difficult. You don't have angels working for you, the journey of a year is going to be very challenging. Look at verse 23. For my angel will go before you and bring you into these are inheritances these are riches these are different spheres of your life and bring you into the amorites these are dimensions of possessions that god wants to give to you the hittites the perizzites and the canaanites and the hivites and the jebusites and will cut off horns that will want to oppose and resist look at verse 27 and 28 Verse 27 and 28. 
I will send my fear before you. I will cause confusion among all the people to whom you come. So, do you know what this thing is? It's like when the Israelites saw the Anaka, the Anaka is the giants. There are people that once they walk into a place, people are terrified. They know men that take the city has come. Men that turn things upside down has come. Like, like there was a school of ministry we were attending and the South Africans and some of the African guys were repenting. They say anytime they see a Nigerian minister come to their country, they feel bad. Because they just know these people have a possessing spirit. Now they've come, they want to take the members of the church, take the city, and you now check that the ones controlling the city. That's the way you should be. You walk into any place, people that have eyes will know those that are coming to take over here. The ones that are in the opposing camp begin to be terrified. Now they are angels that make it happen. Certain forces that follow you that makes it happen. Show that scripture. I will set my fear before you and I will cause confusion amongst all the people to whom you come and will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. Now look at verse 28. I will send hornets. These hornets are angels. Remember, and I saw some you know, hornets keeping the heads of people low. Those are demonic spirits, demonic angels. And I saw four carpenters. These are angels that rose to cut them off. Hornets are angels. They can be demonic angels. They can be heavenly angels. I will send hornets before you. We shall drive out. That means these angels can deal with things and make you gain ground. The Hittites from before you. So if you don't understand the ministering spirit and how they function, I'm telling you the simple truth. You'll be commanding. Nobody will respond. Because whenever you command, there must be servants to respond. I'll show you two more scriptures and we'll start discussing. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. Hebrews 12. So, I have consciousness of angels. I know I have angels all around me, even here. I know they beat my command. Why? In every royal family, they have servants. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable, <laughs> innumerable company of what? Angels. Innumerable company of angels. The last scripture is Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. Hebrews 1 verse 14. Mara souvenia kabahaya. Enego oparano seniaka. Are they not all ministering spirits? Look at verse 13 so you know who they are talking about. Verse 13. But to which of the angels... Has he ever said, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? Verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who will inherit what? Salvation. They are ministering spirits sent forth. Sent forth to minister to those that will inherit. Salvation. So everything that Christ has paid for 
and everything that God wants to bring you into, how you are going to come into it in its fullness is that you know how to make angels serve you. So who are angels? Who are angels? And I want you to go and look for books on ministering spirits. There are books on angels. Kenneth Hagin wrote, A.W. Kayan wrote. There are other men or a robot wrote. So you can have some depth of the ministering spirits. Now, I want to say something. Angels were serving man even before they fall. John 1 verse 51. Because Adam, the son of God. John chapter 1 verse 51. Angels did not serve Jesus because he's son of God. Angels serve Jesus because he's son of man. Show that John chapter 1 verse 51. And so men fell from their place and you know, many of them were no longer enjoying angelic ministry. But when the covenant came, Mosaic covenant, Abrahamic covenant, it opened door for angels to start serving men again. Like take for instance, when Abraham sent one of his servants to go and bring a daughter for his son, a wife for his son, the man said, may the angel of my master, may that angel help me find the woman. He knew his master had angel. But look at that John chapter 1 verse 51. And he said to him, most assuredly, I say to you, hereafter, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the son of man. Not upon the son of God. Upon the son of man. Because son of man has right for angels to serve him because son of man is meant to be actually son of God. So who are angels? Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 made it clear. Angels are ministering spirits commissioned by God to wait on believers. Wait on his sons and daughters. Wait on them. That means wait on them to serve them. There are different angels, different kinds of angels. But there are these angels that are assigned to serve children of God. And they do a lot of things. A whole lot of things. And so, the totality of the life of Jesus Christ was filled with angelic ministry. I'm trying to lay a phone because some people are not sure if they have angels. When they, I want you to first of all know you have angels before we start discussing their ministry. From the conception of Jesus, angel was there. Communicating. The birth of Jesus, angels were there. Announcing it. Angels helped the wise men not to go back to Herod. Angels talked to Joseph to move Jesus away so that he will not be destroyed. Angels were with him all the way. He, he just started ministry here and he told them, you're going to see angels ascending and descending upon me. Where he was praying, angels came there, strengthened him. 
Angels were the ones that removed the stone for him to come out. Angels were the ones that announced his resurrection. Angels were the ones that took him back. Now, if the son of man, who is an example, a type of who we should be on earth, received angelic ministry from conception to ascension. This is God in flesh. Then, if you undermine the ministering spirits, if, like in these last days, you are going to really have big time challenge. Because demons are going to be out doing a lot of things. So when Job said, have you made, not made a hedge round about him? These are angels. Like, let me read two more scriptures for angels. Then we start this. You see, Psalm 34 verse 7. Psalm 34 verse 7. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him. Encamps and delivers them. Encamps all around those. So if you are ever part of the company of those that fear God, then there are angels that encamp around you. Let me show you that one. Psalms 91, 11 to 12. It's a revelation you must come into. It's an awareness. There must be a consciousness that the angels are with me. Show that Psalms 91, 11 to 12. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. So why will you be traveling with these ministering spirits and you don't acknowledge them? You don't engage them. Now look at the next verse. In their hands they shall do what? Bear you up lest you do what? Dash your foot against the stone. So every believer has at least two angels. At least two angels. If not three, because it's in camp around. At least two. If not three. So first of all, before I push forward, I don't know if anybody has any question, if there's anything confusing your mind. That still makes you feel, how am I very sure that I have angels? Or you want to really find out, are angels actually real? Do they really operate on earth? Anybody has any question in that direction? Anybody has something to, to be clarified on in the matter of angels? Anybody at all? Anybody? Nobody. So that means you believe that you have angels. So talk to your neighbor and say, I have angels. Commissioned by the Father. They go with me everywhere I go. To serve me. Don't an say I'm a royalty. And I have angels. Who assist me. In my job. In my assignment. On earth. If we've left that foundation, it's very powerful. If you take it in then it will help us a lot. Now, the next thing I want to find out is what is the strength of these angels? What are the things they can do and the things they cannot do? The strength of these angels. 
We will get down to the assignment and we will get down to how you can use them. Because you need to know how to use angels. Let's look at Psalms 103 verse 20. Psalms 103 verse 20. You can stop at any point too. But I know as I drive on I'll find a way to get feedbacks from you. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel. That means you can't even measure their strength. They excel in strength. They excel in strength. And you should know what strength is. Strength is the enablement to execute. That is what strength is. Anytime you talk about strength, is that someone has an enablement, an ability to execute something. So, any area you don't have strength in, you will not be able to execute. And the Bible says, when it comes to strength, these angels excel. In any area at all, these angels have excelling strength, have excelling strength. They are so intelligent. When you want to come about it, you know, begin to demand for intelligence. They are very intelligent. They have physical minds. When you talk about matter of physical mind, it's like, you know, take for instance, if, if the governor is coming to this place, there are people that go ahead and they're able to see and hear what others can't naturally see and hear. That's why even in police ranking, there are people that are of high intelligence. There are people that walk into a place. They, their level of intelligence, you know, in discerning things, in processing, is so low. And if your superiors are that way, the organization will be very low. These angels can class, they can discern. They are not all knowing, but they can discern. They can interpret. They can tell. They are not all knowing like God. Bible talked about in, in 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 35. Just one angel after Hezekiah prayed slaughtered 185,000 of the camp of Sennacherib. One angel. Not two. Not three. Just one angel. Slaughtered 185,000. That means there is nothing I want to do that these angels don't have capacity to help me execute. There is no mountain I want to move. There is no situation I want to handle that these angels don't have capacity. They excel in strength. Now, the difference between them and God is that when you come to God, you have to petition. But these guys, you can engage them. They are waiting on you. They are with us. So when you see, like look at Second Kings chapter 6 verse 11.
Anywhere I walk into, I don't feel that I'm going to be disadvantaged. I know there are more hands working for me. I never feel lonely. I never feel that I'm left alone. There are people that are always feeling they are left alone. Now, anytime the, the king of the Syria plants something against the king of the Israelites, Elisha picked the signal. I was teaching people about energy of the soul. <laughs> you see, Bible says, don't curse the king in your heart. The wind will carry it to him. Many of you don't know you release energy. It's like this phone now. This phone, there, there are things, things is emitting. There are energies is emitting. Your soul emits energy. Now, if you, you can emit a negative energy from your soul that will destroy you. The issues of life flow from your soul. From your soul. From your soul. And so anytime this king was engaging in the thoughts of his heart or even discussing in the secret, Elisha picked it. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? Verse 12. And one of his servants said, none, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. What you are saying to yourself in your bedroom. He picks it and tells the king. Now look at the next verse. So he said, go and see where he is. That I may send and get him. And it was told him saying, surely he is where? In daughter. Now look at the next verse. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. Look at verse 15. Can we read together? I want to go. And when the servant of the man of God, because he doesn't have revelation of angels, arose early and went out, there was what? An army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Now look at the next verse. So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And he still did not understand. He now made a prayer, verse, verse 17. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, that's what I, that's my prayer for you this evening. Lord, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, now look at this thing. The mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around who? A man. All around Elijah. A man. <laughs> In the New Testament also, Jesus, when he wanted to arrest Jesus, Jesus said, you are, you are just doing this, I'm just permitting you because how would the word of God happen? Look at Matthew 26, 53 to 54. Matthew 23, 53 to 54. These beings excel in strength and they encamp round about you. Matthew 26, 53 to 54. Or do you think Look at verse 52. I think Peter brought out sword. And Jesus was trying to tell Peter, uh-uh. Jesus said to him, put your sword in its place. For all who take the sword will perish by the sword. The first time they even came to arrest him, they fell before him. He said, who are you seeking? He said, the master, they fell. Look at the next verse. Or do you think that I cannot now pray for reinforcement? If these ones that have come to me now, even if they are too mighty, Against the angels I'm operating. Don't you know I can pray for another 12 legions 
of angels. One legion, one legion is 6,000 angels. One legion. 6,000 angels. Is I can pray for 12, that's 72,000. I can just demand for 72,000 angels for reinforcement. Because they are innumerable. 72,000 will appear now. And these guys can do nothing. He said, but how would the will of God happen? So I've told you why you should know you have angels. It is your right from birth. Oh, from birth. From birth. But angels will increase around your life. We're still going to get there when you begin to take up certain assignments. Then I say these angels excel in strength. In any area you want them to do something for you, they are going to do something for you. I don't want to enter into different kinds of angels. But let me pass the mic down. I've said they can do anything. So let me try to hear from us the things you think angels can do for you. Just give to people. What do you think angels can do for you? What do you think angels can do for you? Yes. You're welcome. I believe um, angels protect from physical harm. Angels protect for physical harm. You are traveling. You demand these angels. Let them encamp around me. I'm traveling now. Let them be a defense for me. And so they are there to protect you from harm. You demand this house. And thieves cannot break into this house. No matter what is going on. Angels encamp around this place. What else? Pass the mic to him. What are the things angels can do for us? Angels can give a Direction. Direction. Angels can give direction. An angel appeared to, to Philip and told him, please. When Joseph was looking for his brethren, he brought food for them. He didn't know where they were in the wilderness. An angel appeared and said, look at where they are in daughter and go to daughter. Angels give direction. Daniel was praying and an angel said, I have come now to help you understand what you are praying for. Angels give direction. Angels give direction. Okay? Please, put on the mic. Hi, get another mic for him, please. Hallelujah. Angels can also help us find uh, our lost things. Angels help us find things that are lost. That's Zechariah chapter 5. You can demand for these angels to go forth. They go catch thieves. They can go forth and help you recover things that are lost. Angels help us. Please, who else? Let's pass mics down. Angels can also help us uh, from demonic uh, operations. Demonic oppression. <laughs> Shield us. Shield okay, us. from demonic projections. Angels can connect us to people. And Cornelius was praying and fasting. And an angel appeared. And told him a name of a person. And told him to connect to the person. And now this person is not willing to relate with him. The angel still went ahead also to begin to walk in the guy to step into trances, step into dreams. So that the heart of that person can be prepared to connect to Cornelius. You want to meet someone? You want to connect to someone? Angels can do it for you. 
you walk, I've done it again and again. I walk into an office, somebody is misbehaving. I will, I step, I will step out and just begin to say, like when my parents lost their international passport, they were just misbehaving in that office. I got so we went there, went there for months. The next time I was going, I told them, they are come now, you're going to get it. I went there, I spoke. I said, the authorities are denied. In the name of Jesus, your heart is moved. I've used it a lot. When you say God swaps the heart of men, so bothering God, angels are the ones that do it. There is a lady that just won in UNEC. I knew she would win. Nobody has come to me for election throughout the campus time and failed. Nobody. Nobody. People now started coming to my office to meet me. Now, look at even the gist of this girl. She is vying for vice president. I, the last, I prayed three times. The last one, I say everything reacts against your camp, against the camp. Sunday morning, Sunday evening, they disqualified the remaining two. She's the only person that stood. I said, confusion in your camp. Everything reacts. Let these angels go. From my days on campus, one day I sat up. I said, what am I even doing? How come I don't have SUG president in this church? And I'm about to leave. I said, the next SUG now is going to be a president from this church. The person became president. Somebody just said it and came and said, I want to be the president. The person handed over to another president again from our church. These are principalities. You come to a place, you say nobody favors you. Nobody works with you. Nobody, the all doors are closed. It's because you don't know ministering spirits. You call the name of the person. You say, angels, go forth. I have used it to help correct results. Correct heart of lecturers that were trying to misbehave. So angels can move the heart of men. Angels can connect. That's what they do. They can connect relationships. Can't you see what I just said? The servant of Abraham said, let the angel of my master help me connect to the wife of his son. So what else do these angels do? These angels are bringer of resources. Bringer. Now, let me show you First Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 20. There is increase in demonic fellowship in these last days that is making slaves to ride on horses and princes are walking on foot. Slaves are, princes want to be now dolly and with ego. Yet angels are bringer of resources. They cut bars of iron. They break bars of bronze. They cost opportunities to unlock. Please show it now. Rather than the things with the gentle sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to have fellowship with what? Demons. So anytime somebody is going to a negative altar, he wants to fellowship with demonic angels. So, have you not asked yourself, how do they used to collect blood and start getting money? How do they used to make human sacrifice? What's the connection of human sacrifice and money? What's the connection of collecting some ladies' pants? And now, somebody called me today and he said he's so scared that there's this is uncle that was so wealthy that has built buildings. And this uncle, all of a sudden, called him two months ago and asked for 5,000. He gave the 5,000. The uncle called again a few weeks after. Asked for 3,000. Say, I have any. So, after he had given the third one, a witness arose in his spirit that is a token the man is taking for his destiny. Oh, you don't know. You can go to the village and give somebody money. You are done. 
downfall. He now said, I now remember, and the guy is even a Yahoo guy. We know him. So I come here asking me for 5,000, for 3,000. And because he has helped us before, he even helped build my father a house. So I, I couldn't help build my father a house in Abba. I couldn't resist. But after I gave the first one and the second one and the third one, there was something that told me he wants to awaken a sacrifice. So they fellowship with demons. But believers don't know how to fellowship with angels to break open resources. To break open the marketplace. Now let me show you Joshua chapter 5 verse 1. Please. Walk into a place you say you are stranded. Look at Joshua chapter 6 from verse 1, please. Joshua 6 from verse 1. So it was, now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. There are inheritances there for them. Treasures there for them. Opportunities there for them. But securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Verse 2. Verse 2, please. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given you wealth in this city. I have given you influence in this city. I have given you the heart of the kings in this city. I have given you the mighty men of valor in this city. And you are wondering why nothing is happening around you. But if you read, and I gave him instruction, march around, do some prophetic stuff, and shout, but when you see, let's go back to chapter 5, verse 13. Me like this be stranded when I know angels bring resources. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked. And behold, a man stood opposite him. This is an angel with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us of our adversaries? Verse 14. He said, No. You decide if I'm going to be for you or not. But as the commander of the army of the Lord. Commander. I have a host of angels. I have come. It was these angels that helped that war to collapse. When a city is too hard for you. When the marketplace is too hard for you. When it's as if treasures, you are seeing it but you can't assess. Every other person is eating. It's time to engage angels. They are called bringer angels. They bring resources. They open opportunities. Now, in the case of, uh, what's his name? Elijah. These angels walked in such a way that they will even cause ravenous birds. Do you believe that people will go to the altar and money will answer to them? They learned it from our God. I 
And if there's nobody that you know that altar money used to answer to him, I eat blood money. First, that money came by the blood of Christ. He was made poor for my sake. That through his poverty, I should be rich. Then sacrifices. Your money is your blood. Your money. There is nothing closest to your heart like money. Where the treasure is, there your heart is. So what else do angels do? So I've said they can connect relationships, they can bring favor, they can defend, they can protect, they can help you in different assignments. If you are going for any assignment at all, you are going for an interview, you are going for something, demand that these angels go with you. Demand that these angels go with you. You have an election coming up, you have some contests in the tour. To do so, you have other competitors and all that. Demand that these angels work for you. Demand. These angels can twat, you know, twist things. Is these angels that worked for for the people of Israel? Bible says they spoiled the Egyptians. How did they spoil the Egyptians? You think it was just that normal favor? These angels bent the head of the gods of the Egyptians, and these guys spoiled them. So please pass the mic again to four other persons before we now. Step into how to activate and engage angels. You are not alone. They are more than be for you. They are more. That's why I'm not afraid to travel to any city. I'm not afraid to be thrown to anywhere. Anywhere they want, let God post me. Any city he wants, let him bring me. What will be supplying and working for me is beyond that city. It's beyond the physical human beings around me. They are angels. So, can we say three more things angels can do for a person? Then we can now look at how to engage angels. Okay. Hallelujah. There are warring angels. There are warring angels. So they fight battles. You can release them to fight battles. You know, so when Daniel started praying, an angel was released to fight the prince of Persia. But that battle was so much because these guys also are territorial beings. Remember, they are angels also sitting in their territory. He said there's going to be reinforcement of angels. Michael, the archangel, is also coming now. We are going to prevail in this battle. Are you getting it? And they picked Peter to destroy Peter after they killed James. The church started stretching out in prayer. These angels went. All the guys that were surrounding Peter, they knocked them off. All the iron gates, they broke it open. Peter thought it was a dream. When the Lord turned our captivity around, it was like a dream. Peter was moved from by that angel into the city. The first gate opened. The second gate opened. The third opened. And he released him. They are warring angels. So you sense there is a battle around you. Like I just told that guy, don't you know what to do? Once you sense that thing, bring communion. Then activate things. If there is any enchantment. Because see, your soul is connected to your name. Some of, I need to teach people. These are the things that demonic people teach, teach, teach bad people and they rule over righteous people. That's why you can be sleeping deeply and somebody will call your name. 
They can sit around you and be discussing. You will not wake up. They can be chatting. You will not wake up. But once they call your name, your soul is called back. That's why they can sit one place and call your name. And invoke things. <laughs> Say, Pastor, have you read magic books? Spiritual things are the same, negative and positive. Once you just say it's just the same. The devil just learned. It's just like now. God wants you to engage your soul. But if you read some books about demons on how to engage yourself, there are some tapes. There are some somebody gave me one time as I because sometimes they will come as motivational tapes. There was one they gave me a pack. They were trying to immediately like open there. I know that this one is beyond. The, the way they will make you, like take for instance, the gray message and their Bible. They want to make you to meditate. They will ask you, focus all your, and every, and between, you will open the door of your soul. At that point, any spirit can enter. Now they are teaching you meditation to pull strength of inspiration, but they are also going to open the door of your soul for a spirit to enter immediately. Yet, the power of meditation can be used to pull strength of your soul. But the way they will teach you that is so that a spirit can attach to your soul. So you get a result, but now a spirit is now attached to your soul. It's a teaching of another day. Did I call the scripture? Maybe one more person. Life is so easy. If you want to operate from the flesh, you'll be a loser. A believer and an occultic man, occultic man will rule over him. A hundred percent succeed more than him because the believer is operating in the flesh, the occultic man is operating in the spirit. The, you, there is no comparison between spirit and flesh. Flesh is so weak. So when you see believers say ah, it's for pastors, you now see their life messed up everywhere because the people they are dealing with outside there are spiritual. So Goliath is coming to fight David and is enchanting against David by these gods. So when they were sending Delilah, it was beyond Delilah. They put spirits. Spirits. And there are women like that. You have so much self-control but you just don't know why you fell for this one. And with it, demons took hold of you. He said, their gate is the gate to hell. He said, you are in that secret place, eating and saying, stolen water is sweet, but you don't know you are feasting with demons. That stolen water there is sex. You took the girl heat. But this girl is on an assignment. You don't know as you are having that sex, like in wilderness, as they were having the sex, demons were being released to those gods. He said, you don't know you were feasting with demons. If you understand spiritual things, eh, you will never want to be carnal again. It's not about, some of us think, the Bible is a spiritual book like any other magic book. It's just that this one is by the inspiration of God. All magic books, all occultic books are not normal. And there are many of them. The Quran is a spiritual book. They are not normal. Some of you treat this as, as if just information.
So one more person, then I'll show you five ways to engage angels because you need to engage angels. I have seen angels walk again and again. I, I have depth of understanding of spiritual things. And so I, 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 there are some things I don't play with at all. At all. At all. Maybe I will do a series within this period for you. How to engage the energy of your soul. There is a frequency around me. You know, when I say some of these things, people don't understand. Many things that are happening in my life, it's not because I'm doing anything now, but I did something before and created frequency of energy around me. There's an energy. There's an energy around me. That energy is flowing from my soul. That energy is flowing from my spirit. You too. There are certain things you can do. You call up. That's why you see some spiritual men and all that. You see, you show them, they show glow on their head. That glow, they are telling you that there is another energy following this person. There is a glow. There is an energy is radiating. Like some of the dimension of energy radiate is glory. It's an energy. Then somebody is only walking in the flesh. Everything is in the flesh. Everybody turns him down. Yet his soul can create realities. But he doesn't know. Because the first introduction of God is that God is a creator. And he made you in his image. He told Adam, anything you name something, that's what it's going to be. And you are busy naming nonsense on your business. Naming nonsense on your children. Naming nonsense on your wife. Naming nonsense. And you think you are playing. You don't know there's an energy that comes from you that makes what you name it to become. So many of them will say, did I ever say to you I'm a pastor? I told you I'm a spiritual man. They've caught many pastors and seen, seen their coven with candles. And they, wanted, they say, why, why are you disturbing me? Is there any constitution that stopped me from this? I have right, I'm a spiritual man. A pastor that is not a spiritual man will still be frustrated. There's nothing like title. So I'm a pastor, who cares? A believer that is not a spiritual man will be frustrated. You need to be a spiritual man. And one of your tactics is to know how your enemy camp even functions. Can't be fighting demons and I don't understand demons. Life is so spiritual, oh brethren. Many of you believe now that demons are following you around to ruin you. But you are finding it hard to believe angels follow you. You so much believe it. I don't need to preach any message for you know that demons are following you. Demons are trying to ruin you. Demons are trying to... But why can't you just believe there are angels always following you? Say, how can you ever say I'm like this and there's no demon following me? There are demons trying to destroy me. But I have more consciousness of angels than demons. Because of time, let's just roll into five ways to engage and activate angels. Can't be disadvantaged. Or tell your neighbor, I can't be disadvantaged. I can't be stranded. I can't stagnate. There, be, there are more hands working for me than what you see around me. The first way to activate and engage angels is exercising authority in the name of Jesus. Exercising authority in the name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 2 verse 10. Exercising authority in the name of Jesus. But angels, like I told you, nothing will work for you until you have understanding of it. You must first of all have understand that I have angels. 
beyond even my personal angels, there are innumerable company of angels in this assembly. I've come to Zion and they are here to serve me. Please show that Philippians chapter 2 verse 10. Marabatos. You know somebody came to the office today from a member. He said he wanted to attend another church when he came to Enugu. There was a kind of church he wanted to attend. It's not this our church. But he went different places and finally met this church. And when he walked in, he realized that this is a church that will shape his life. And do you know what he came to ask me? He said, how do you see 20 years ahead, 30 years ahead, and I cannot even see five months? And how do things work out? You know, when you hang around somebody after a while, you can tell. Things are working for me. I say things, they happen. He began to ask me those questions. I said, stop connecting it to spirituality. Stop connecting it to spirituality. Just normal life. I tried to settle down. I said, what do you want to graduate this school from school? He said, first class. I said, what is a GP for first class? He mentioned it. I said, what must you have in first year, first semester, first, second year, first, second semester, first year for you to? He mentioned. I said, what are you going to do? I, I told the guy now, your problem is that you are only looking at your certificate. What if you come out without your certificate and there's no job? I'm teaching my children now. They're going to get skills as they learn. So that even if they come out from school and they apply that certificate, there are other things they can do with that money I'm going to give to them. So I've seen ahead what my family should look like age 25, what my family should look like by age 40. I'm a grandfather. 40th anniversary. There is no way my children will, grandchildren will be in secondary school. Grandchildren. I've already seen. Why, why can't, do you need the Holy Ghost to see it? Church, believers are so daft. They will see they are fast. They're waiting on God to tell them what to do. Plan your life. He can intercept you. Plan your life. And your life is made up of 10 things. And the, the thing of the spirit is just one. That's why many of you cannot measure your success this year. Can't measure your success. Because you didn't set goals in the 10 areas of your life. The only one he has is the kingdom, purpose, ministry. He will tell me, this is what I want to do in ministry. This, this my own mind. These are the things I want you to do for me. Apart from it, he didn't choose school for me. It, I chose them. He said, what your hand finds to do. That's the way I sat down. Checked all the areas of my life. Check what should it look like. What's the picture when I'm 40 years in marriage? What's the picture? Then I came back in time. What should I do to experience that picture? So my life is too practical to fail. The ark of the covenant is wood overlaid with gold. When you finish framing it, you now ask the glory, the blessing. There's nothing mystical about my life. I got money yesterday. I got today. If I tell you what I got today, I will get tomorrow. Why? Even though angels are working, there are channels that get the money. And the channels are so much built in a way that there's no way a day will pass, one of the channels will not release. So it's no longer just prophetic faith. I now I'll get money tomorrow. The same way if you have 10 shops, won't you get at least one naira from the 10 shops? The, 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 the demons come against you. Won't you sell at least one product and you bought that product 50 naira and you sold it 100 naira? Those tensions, would they give you at least 50, 50 naira, 10, 10 naira? 
Even if demons fought you with the ten shops now not produce, at least one shop will sell something. Show that Philippians chapter 2. If all of us walk this way, eh, that's why I said there is nothing they wanted to do, they will not do. There's nothing. These are normal men. Nothing. But they knew how to organize. Nothing. But you, you are waiting for God for everything. Why did he give you mind? You have the mind of Christ. You have sound mind. Use it. Please show Philippians chapter 2, verse 10. So we are all growing now. We see our children. There are people that are wiser than their pastor. You know, when we are on campus, I told them, we will all grow also. We will see our children. Everybody will showcase his children. Build intimacy with your children. The number one thing is for them to trust every one word that comes from your mouth. That's, you must fight for it. You must do everything. Every one word that comes from your mouth. That's the same way every one word that comes from the mouth of God. I believe it because God has built consistency. There's integrity with God. So it makes me have faith in him. When he gives me counsel, I know he's wise. Look at the results of his life. And my boy came and said, teach me to become a man. Five years old boy. I said, why? He said, I want to be a man. I don't know how. Teach me. I sat and I said, I wanted to ask him, how did you know what it means to be a man? I remembered because in my family, anytime he's doing anything, the next my wife will say, be a man. That's the way we, I, I normally tell them the way to speak to them. Don't tell me, are you a child? Are you a child? No. Be a man. Be a man. He has been hearing it from two months. Be a man. You want to do circumcision. He's screaming. Circumcision. Does he know language? Say, be a man. David, be a man. Be a man. You can bear it. Be a man. Five years, he's asking his father to teach him to be a man. And you tell me 25, I'll be, I'll be sending money for him to eat. Philippians 2 verse 10. Anytime you can't see how it will work out, you've not done groundwork. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. These angels are part of them. Of those in heaven, of those on earth, of those under the earth. That they should announce that Jesus is what? Lord. At every tongue. So you use these angels. In the name of Jesus, I put you forth. Go forth and do this. In the name of Jesus Christ. I exercise authority over you because of that name. That name. Number two, Psalms 103 verse 20. Stop talking to angels just with your words. They can also beat your voice. But anytime you want them to do something as you are decreeing, put God's word in it. Give voice to God's word. Psalms 103 verse 20. That's a technology. Give voice. Go forth. Move the heart of this man. He's like, Maki is in the way. A day to exam, they've disqualified that she can't write the exam. And is this medical exam, she has to step down. She met me in the office before we were going to finish. She said, that man is in the office. I said, what's the name of the man? I said, now let the angel go forth. Move the heart of this man as Maki is arriving. Let his heart be changed for her. The next thing, he arrived there. The woman and said, ah, the man changed it. I said, don't tell anybody. The next day, Maki wrote exam. I went to Moayu to inaugurate them. The first time I went to Kedi Moayu, 
as I arrived there. Pastor Kinevo was calling me, they locked the church hall and all that. Somebody was holding key and said, they've been misbehaving, they will not have access to the hall. More are you. And he pleaded, my pastor is coming today. Just give us this key. After today, we can settle. The guy gave them key. And he finished. He said, I don't even know how next fellowship will work. I said, what's the name of them? I said, he doesn't know. I said, what can you identify him with? I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, let the angel knock him off to sleep now. And a King David will be going to die. He's sleeping. An angel should challenge him or threaten him. As King David arrives, let him give him the key. Exactly. King David came and said, knocking on the door. The guy was sleeping. The guy opened the door. And told King David, I don't, I'm sorry for what happened in the morning. Take this case between us. All of us will just be using this. Any day you want to leave this or you leave. These are testimonies that can be proven. I can mention them again and again. Again and again. Again and again. So anytime you want to release the angels, don't just say angels bring money. Give them reason. You can say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I deploy you angels. There are resources I need now. You will shake the heavens. You will shake the earth. You've brought in scripture. You will shake because it's the Lord of hosts. Lord of angelic army. You will cause resources to answer to me. You've given voice to God's word. Who excel in strength? Who do his word? His word. Heeding the voice of his word. Give voice to God's word. So, Pastella is going to the hospital to go and deliver. I should not be afraid. All I have to teach her, make sure you're under authority. This angel is standing there. You cannot die there. You are under covering and you have faith. I said, that's why the angel is there to deliver you. That's New Testament. You see why they died there is because the angel could not walk. They didn't continue in faith. They didn't submit to their husband. Once you get pregnant, be careful with your husband. Miscarriages happen like this. No matter who that your husband is, be careful. Because it's a door opening. It's your covering. So why would I be afraid? Why would I be afraid that that Bastana will die in the hospital? When God told me there's an angel that will go with her. The third, Matthew chapter 10, verse 32. The more your kingdom service is increasing, the more, more angels are given to you. That's the way it operates, even in the natural. They can come and put a good police station for us, for everybody here. But the commissioner has some. Well, the more you step up, more security, but I start as follow the guy. Because it's no man, no man. Matthew 10 verse 32. Verse 32. The more you increase in service. Therefore whoever confesses me. Before men. Him also I will confess before my father. Who is where? In heaven. Now look at this next one. Luke 12 verse 8. The father. He said when the angel came down to Daniel. He said you are the beloved of God in heaven. All of us know you. Because you are the one standing in Babylon. For the purpose of God. Others are wasting all of us in heaven, because we know it's the purpose of God we want to enforce. All of us, you are the beloved of God in heaven. All of us rejoice when we hear your name. Look at Luke chapter 12 verse 8. Also I say to you, whoever confesses me before men, him 
the son of man also will confess before the angels of God. What, what is confession? What is recommendation for? When I came into Enugu, some authorities over me called some men and said, please, this is my son. Watch over him. All those people, they did that thing. The way they respond to me is not because there is a recommendation. God said he will talk to angels. Because this one is standing on my name. He wants to win soul. He wants to promote this name. He wants to advance my cause. Let more angels, as he's speaking, let angels back it. So one of the ways to reinforce angels is the kind of assignment you are doing. The kind of things. And God hears it by the things you say. And the things you are doing. So the more you take more responsibilities in the kingdom, the more angels work for you. The fourth is altar engagement. The strength of your altar. Sacrifice on your altar. Sacrifices call up angels. Exodus 23 verse 19. When you say this man, there's too much demons following him. The level of sacrifice is different. The first of the first fruits of your land you shall bring into the house of the Lord. Your God. You shall not boil a young goat in his mother's milk. Verse 20. He said, behold, it was when you did this that I sent an angel. I showed you that other scripture. First Corinthians 10 verse 20. So, when you are a man of consistent sacrifice, gather my sense together that I am coming up with my sacrifice. Sacrifice altars is where ministering spirits operate from. Ministering spirits without an altar, they cannot function. They operate from an altar. They are messengers of the altar. The strength of your altar decides how these angels function. Behold, look at 1 Corinthians. I call 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 10 20. Altar, altar engagements, altar consecrations. Rather than the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to fellowship with demons. And the fifth, Isaiah 63, verse 9. The level of the dimensions of the presence of God. If you read Psalms 91, you see all kinds of angels walking there because the guy is also dwelling in the secret place. Angels are protocols of his presence. Protocols. Protocols of his presence. Isaiah 63 verse 9. The more of God's glory presence you carry, the more angels walk. In all the affliction, he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence. That's why people that fast and pray a lot command angels. Check from the Old Testament to the New. People, because it, it, it's a consecration to stay in God's presence more. You leave things to stay in God's presence. People who wait on God a lot. People who abide. He said that the angel of his presence. So this is angel that is activated out of his presence. This angel that functions in the dimensions of his presence, saved them in his love and in his pity. He redeemed them and he bore them and cried, carried them where all the days of what old. So you can see you crown the year with your goodness. Your path brings abundance. I've come to the end, Jesus. You angels, in the name of Jesus, go forth. Honest that want to oppose me. Bring me into the rich. You see these angels walking. Never command them with just words. You can put your words. Look, because anything you want to say, there's a scripture back in it. 
put voice to God's word. Exercise authority in the name of Jesus. You don't pray to angels. Now let me show you one more thing that can help you. Then you stand up. Hebrews 13, 1 to 2. Angels work a lot for people that are generous. Hebrews 13, 1 to 2. Lord entertain angels. Helping strangers. Abraham entertained angels. The doorway to opening angelic activities around you is to entertain strangers. Helping people. Let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers. For by so doing, some have awaitingly entertained angels. There are someone that works in love that gives people, that helps people. If you see how angels will be working for you, how angels will be working for you, how angels will be working for you. So I said the first thing is what use authority in the name of Jesus. Angels are meant to serve you. You are son of God. I said number two, give voice to God's word. Give voice to God's word. Number three, I say increase your kingdom service. The more you increase your kingdom service, the more more angels are released to you. The fourth, I said the angelic altar, altars, altars, pool angels, altars. Sacrifices make you fellowship with deep angels. Strong angels. The fifth, I say his presence. And I added one. If there's someone that is generous, it's not hard to be generous. It's not hard. It's just sharing from the little you have. And the woman shared a little from what she had with Elijah. And something started working. Many have unwittingly entertained angels by generosity. We'll say come back to this. But I want you every day you wake up this period, put angels to work. Projects before you that you need to complete. Assignments, put angels to work. There's nothing they can do for you. They excel in strength. Hearken to the voice of your command. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you were blessed. Don't be left out in this last move of God in the nations of the earth. For more of this audio messaging, please click on the download link on our Facebook page at Kingdom Diplomats Engine or join us on Instagram, K Diplomats.